Hi, welcome to Lambert Park Church. Our vision is life with God for the world. Our mission is to invite everyone to follow Jesus with us through redemptive community, intentional discipleship, and everyday mission. We're so glad you're here. Stay tuned for the podcast coming right up. So today on this Thanksgiving Sunday, having witnessed the gospel at work in Victoria in 2023, in this community, in this church, and through others, yay for summer camps, yay for youth pastors, yay for hard things that God meets us in, yay for Cape and Ray and church community and parents that ask questions and others that come alongside and are a part of this community, yay. In the midst of all that, it seems only fitting that we would share together the Lord's Supper this morning. And I say it only seems fitting, not simply because one of the historic names for the Lord's Supper is Eucharist, which comes from the word that means to give thanks, but it's fitting because there is an intimate relationship between baptism and the Lord's Supper or communion or Eucharist, however you want to call it. In many churches, there's even a strict order. First baptism, then communion. The reason being that baptism as I've already said, is an act of initiation, a declaration of having begun into the life of following Christ, having started into a life of faith in obedience to Jesus, which is why we only need to do it once, though I'm sure many of us have thought at times we wish we could do it again. Because the journey of following God is full of stops and starts and Rest stops, maybe. Whoa, something going on. Byron, that is not a personal statement. Awesome, okay. That was for the kids. As I was saying... Many of us have this experience over our journey of faith where we kind of wish we could get baptized again sometimes, right? Because our, st- our journey with God has some ups and downs, some pit stops, some unexpected stops. But where baptism marks the beginning, God has given us another sacrament or ordinance, communion, the Lord's table, the Lord's supper, the Eucharist, as an ongoing continual sacrament or ordinance of Christian faith in the Christian community, which is why in Acts 2.42, we spoke about it about a month ago, where it says that the new Christians, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, the breaking of bread and to prayer. Baptism isn't on that list because baptism is something we do once and then as we follow Jesus, we have this other sacrament or ordinance called the Lord's Supper that we are called to be devoted to, that we need to be that we need, a practice by which the early church and us today are invited to yet again and again and again celebrate the saving grace of God toward us and renew our baptismal vows every time we come to this table, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Jesus died on the cross to atone for our sin and he was raised and reigns as Lord today that we have placed our faith in him 
as Lord and Savior, that through his grace and empowering, we are intent on following him with our lives for yet another day, another week, another semester, another season. And lastly, that we are a part of the church, a community as broken and messy as us, as in need of Jesus, as us. This isn't a declaration that we make once. Professing faith is not something we confess only once. It is a daily practice calling us to live out our baptism every day. As much as it is a faith marker, just as for me, my wedding day and the ring that I wear is a reminder of vows that I made and I'm called, I'm called to live these vows. It's just, not just a marker. It's a calling for every day because we need this again and again together, right? We need, all of us, we need to celebrate again the grace of God toward us. Does anyone in this room need to celebrate again the grace of God toward you? Yeah. We need to receive God's grace with empty, open hands again, continually together. We need to renew our repentance and faith, our surrender to the Lordship of Jesus again and again, continually together. Those words stand out for me, continually and together. And I say this especially for those of you who are baptized today, Jenna, Jaden, where are you, Josh and Josh? Down here, Josh. And where's Josh Garner? Where are you, Josh? Still getting changed? Still getting changed. I say this for you, but I say this for all of us. Don't let your baptism be something you simply remember that you did. Don't just towel off and move on. Our Lutheran brothers and sisters would exhort us. They've said for centuries, live wet. Don't let your heart lose the hunger, the faith, the desperation, the hope that has led you to these waters today. And one way that we do this, one way that Jesus, by the Spirit, invites us to do this is to come often together with God's people to this table to receive the bread and the cup continually together, to come in confession, come with your hands open again, come to receive with gratitude and faith from Jesus who offers up his life for us while we were still sinners. And if you find yourself today Months into your baptismal life, years, decades into your baptismal life, thinking, oh shoot, I'm a sinner. Jesus died for sinners. And so your ability to come to the table is not based upon what you have done or haven't done. Jesus knows it. It's what he has done and what he is offering you and me and us. Come, Jesus says. Let us come to the table again and again and say yes. Yes to Jesus, yes to confession, yes to repentance, yes to following, yes to life in Christ by the Spirit for the glory of God. Because none of us can sustain faith. Only Jesus can. None of us can sustain our faith. Only Jesus can. So let us come again today to receive the grace we need to live our baptism. And to those of you that have not been baptized, the invitation is the same. 
come with us to Jesus. Open your hands and confess as our friends did today. I need something that is a stronger foundation than myself. My heart for all my best moments often turns away from God, away from his grace, away from his wisdom, seeks life elsewhere. And God, instead of saying, well, too bad for you, turns toward us in Jesus and offers himself to us. His revelation of the Father, his life on the cross for our sin and his spirit to restore us and make us new. And you are invited today to come with us to Jesus. To come in confession, to come with your hands open and empty like everyone else, to come to receive in faith from the one who offers up his life for those who are still sinners. And I'm sure there are many who can appreciate the sacramental and theological order that leads many to say baptism before communion. But in the gospels, in Jesus, every time Jesus is at a table, he invites everyone to come. Every time Jesus is at a table, his table is open. And this is a gospel reality that for some of us, it is at the table that Jesus invites us to that we encounter and are awakened to grace. And so here, we, like many churches, invite you today to come with us to the table to receive from Christ today these symbols of the offering of God. It's bread and juice. It's not special bread. It's not, it is gluten-free. It's not special juice. It's also gluten-free juice, if you're confused. But Jesus offers these to us as symbols of his body and his blood, his body offered up on the cross, his blood poured out for us that we might be forgiven and restored to the Father and receive the Spirit. You are invited to Jesus' table today, church, friends. Let me pray. I'll invite those that are the elders and those that are gonna serve communion with you to come to the stations and I will give you instructions afterwards. We'll pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your mercy and grace that you are alive today and we've heard the stories. I thank you that each story has its own, its own journey because you are good at meeting us where we are. You find your ways to seek us out in love and we ask God that you would awaken us again to your grace today where we are in places, whether as women and men who have not known what to do with you or maybe as followers of you who've walked with you for years full of gratitude today or confusion and pain, loss, grief. We thank you, God, that you're the one that seeks us, that you have come in Jesus and you are present by your Holy Spirit. And you continue again today to offer us your grace. We thank you for this bread and this cup and this holy meal that you have ordained for your church to celebrate across the world and down through the centuries until you come again in your fullness and bring your kingdom. So lead us in faith here. Open our hands, open our hearts and gift us with faith to say yes yet again. And as John, Jane's dad, said to him, Lord, we ask that you would make us a family rich with this 
sustaining grace for one another. We would look around and not allow ourselves to believe the lie that we're the only one today feeling a certain way or thinking a certain way. Open us up to one another as you open us up to you, God. Lead us to open our hands to one another and come and find your life here in your community. Bless you today, Jesus. Amen.